yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of the Nitro Performance Guy. This is your host, TJ, the Nitro Performance Guy. And we got a lot to discuss. I'm even keeping myself on a timer today. So let's get right into it. We're breaking it down, the Las Vegas four wide nationals. And I waited so long. I know y'all are like, well, the race was like two weeks ago, right? But I wanted to double this as a, a pre-race for our four wide nationals this weekend in Charlotte. Uh, Circle K four wide nationals from Z-Max. So we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about qualifying from four wides in Vegas. And then we're going to talk about race day, which we know that that takes a little time. But it doesn't take as much time as the two wide races, actually. So because, I mean, you're running them down there four at a time. So, without any further ado, let's just get right into it. I got notes here, uh, but I want to really keep myself on a schedule. So, let's start with the session number one in Nitro. Uh, Let's talk about the top three, and then we'll talk about what everybody else did. So, in Nitro Funny Car, because we know it's Friday, Funny Car start. Cruz Petrogon, 3.910, 326.71 miles per hour. He's going to get three points because he was quickest. Alexis DeJoria, 3.933, miles per hour. She's going to get two points in the first session. And how about Robert Height is going to get one point, 3.953, 330 miles per hour. Everybody else made some solid passes. Uh, the the slowest of the top eight was Alex Laughlin, 3.996, 318 for the funny car rookie. Let's go to top fuel. Steve Torrance, 3.712, 330.23 miles per hour. He's going to get three points in the first session. They had four sessions uh, because they want each driver to get uh, a run down each lane. Leah Pruitt is going to be number two, and she's going to get two points, 3.747, or uh, 5.0 miles per hour. And then Brittany Force is going to be in the number three spot. She's going to get one point in the first session. 3.749, 330.55 miles per hour. The next closest is Sean Langdon, 3.75. And the slowest of the session, or we'll say the slowest of the representative passes, uh, which I would consider anything in the in the 70s, uh, 3.787, 326.56 for Clay Milliken. Let's talk about session number two. We're keeping it rolling, folks. We got Funny Car up first again because it's Friday. Alexis DeJoy is going to get three points in this one, 3.933. She basically ran back her previous run in the previous session, 328.86 miles per hour. So ever so slightly, just slower on the big end. Uh, but she's not going to get the number one spot away from Cruz Pedregon. Cruz Pedregon is going to get two points, uh, Cruiser goes 3.934, 322.73 miles per hour for the snap-on crew. And number three is going to be Matt Hagen, 3.936, 327.82. And I like doing this because I like to consistently see who is in the top five of each session. We got Bob Tasker, who's next, 3.938, 325. Robert Height is fifth best, 3.942, 325. John Force 3.945. That would be his best pass uh, of the day. And John's a little hard on himself. Uh, he's he's still upset about uh, what happened in um, Pomona. I mean, that, that was traumatic. It was quite scary for all of us to watch. 
two world championship drivers, you know, going down there and getting tangled up. We don't want to see anybody get tangled up down there because it's 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 it gets dicey. I mean, uh, but he's he's, you know, I think he said after he got out of the car, these some of my notes here. Uh, he asked his crew, do you still believe in me? You know, and so after that three point nine. Four five run. Uh, the crew guy came up, shook his hand, and said, "We always have believed in you." So John is hard on himself. Uh, he's the greatest for a reason. Um, but yeah, we wanted wanted to make sure I mentioned that it's going to be all over the place with my notes. I'm trying to keep it quick. Let me see points. Oh, because of that, the um, because the incident in uh, Pomona. This is just a side note here. Uh, there's a new center line rule, and so points infraction and a monetary fine. Uh, the new part of it is uh, you cannot touch the center line, which I previously thought it was like that when I was growing up. Like, I don't see how you are allowed to touch the line but not cross it. Like, to me, it should have just been don't touch it. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes there are times there are times where you know it's the car is just literally out of control and even even if you're trying to you know put input into it it does what it wants to do in in some instances um and so there was there was a couple situations where um you know a driver was going down there and had to lift because they was getting close to the center line and they don't want those points um deductions or anything automatic dq if it touches it if it's in qualifying the run is thrown out and if it's obviously on race day it's automatic dq um so let's continue uh yeah let's continue so top fuel session number two we got britney for she's going to be number one she's going to get number one on this pass 3.697 335.73 miles per hour she's going to get three points justin ashley arguably the uh the hottest top fuel car in the in the pits right now, 3.749, 330.47 miles per hour. He gets he got two points. Josh Hart, 3.795 is going to get 1.319. And now keep in mind, folks, they're running these down there four wide. So, you know, we actually did have it on Saturday, and we're getting ready to talk about it right now. But there was a the first side-by-side-by-side-by-side, 330 mile per hour passes in the top fuel car so that's cool we're gonna talk about it we're gonna break it down let me see where my notes are there was some drama on saturday folks as we know there was a very very high profile driver who did not qualify jr todd and he's that for that reason that's why he's in my who to watch for this weekend we'll get there so let's talk about let me look over these notes real quick so uh, Alan talked about the header flames and, you know, what they mean. Copper valves, you know, anytime you see that, that green in the header flame, uh, some copper heads, uh, the head, it could be the head gasket as well, but it, it's more likely the heads, uh, if it's coming out of the, the, the pipes, uh, because fuel is white. You're going to see that white flame. And that's why during the daytime you can't see anything, uh, cause it's, you can't see the header flame anyway. Uh, you can see it, but you can't see it as well as you can see that white brilliant flame under the lights green flashes uh not good on the motor not good on the motor nitro header fire okay we'll talk more about that when we do the header flame episode so this run uh that i'm talking about uh let me see 
think it actually happened in Q3. Let me make sure. Let me look at my notes here. Let me compare them while we're doing this. 3.730. No, yes, it did happen in this section. In this section. <laughs> in this session. But in this section. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so let's talk about it because top fuels first. Ja, uh, Justin Ashley uh, is going to get three points for being the quickest of session number three, 3.730, 330.63 miles per hour. That's your first one. Mike Salinas is going to be second quickest and he's going to get two points, 3.733, 327.51 miles per hour. He's going to get two points. Brittany Forrest is going to be third quickest of the session, 3.751, 334 0.15 miles per hour. After her, we've got Leah Pruitt, who's 3.75, 329. Steve Torrance, 3.754, 331. He was one of the folks in that pass, 331.53 there. Josh Hart was also in that pass, 3.758, 330.72 miles per hour. Antron Brown, he, listen to these speeds, folks. 3.769 on the ET, but 333.00 miles per hour. And then the eighth quickest would be Tony Schumacher, 3.791, 327. How about that? Let's break it down real quick. Let's talk about it. We're going to do incrementals as well. So we got Steve Torrance, Justin Ashley, Brittany Forrest, and Josh heart uh in the words of jr todd this was a very sporty quad here uh, let me see let's just talk about some things here the fastest of the four of them was 334.15 miles per hour for britney Forrest. the second quickest was steve torrance in lane number one britney was in lane number three 3.754 we're talking about speeds here in lane two, we got Justin Ashley going 330.63 miles per hour. And in lane four, we had Josh Hart 330.72 miles per hour. So at the eight, at the eighth mile, let's talk about that. 290.19 for Steve Torrance, 291 for Justin Ashley, 291.95 for Brittany Force, and 289.88. So just off of the 290. But basically, I mean, pretty much, right? <laughs> uh, so, in the last part of the racetrack, from from the eighth mile to the thousand foot blocks, it took a. I mean, folks, we're talking about thousands of a second. Brittany Forrest got to the uh, the thousand foot quicker than anybody else did three in in point seven two two seconds. Point seven two two seconds. Who was second? It would be Josh Hart. He got there six thousandths of a second slower than Brittany Force did. 0.728. And then after him would be Steve Torrance. 0.729, one thousandth off of Josh Hart. And then Justin Ashley, 0. 0.730. And in that amount of time, folks, Brittany Force gained the most speeds, 42.20 miles per hour to Josh Hart building 40 miles per hour, 40.84. And then Steve Torrance was second. He gained the second amount. You know what I'm talking about. He gained, <laughs> he, 
he uh, was second to Brittany, 41 miles per hour in 0.729 seconds. And then Justin Ashley, 38.11 miles per hour in 0.73 seconds. 0.722 seconds for Brittany Force to gain 42 miles per hour, almost 43 miles per hour, folks. How about that? How about that? All right, let's talk about session number three because this is where the drama gets going in, in Nitro Funny Car. We have more Nitro Funny Cars than we had spaces, folks. Let's talk about who got the first three points and then we'll keep going. Alexis DeJoria is going to get three points for session number three, 3.935. Consistently in the nine threes, right? Low 390s. Uh, she's a, that's another car that we're watching this weekend. 325.06. She's going to get three points. Bob Tasker, the third, 3.943, 322.34. He's going to get two points. And then John Forrest, 3.958, 324.83 miles per hour. So another solid pass for John Forrest. He needs, I think he won his quad. And then the rest were four O's. Not too bad. But going out of, you know, going into the last session, uh, it's a 410 bump here. And let me see. We, the story's going in. J.R. Todd is not yet qualified. And we're going to see. We're going to talk about the story. I mean, everybody knows if you saw the race. But I do love telling the story again to people who didn't see the race. Uh, so I'm looking at these notes real quick here. Uh, to make sure, I think these are the, the fourth session. Yeah, these are the fourth session notes. Notes on the qualifying sheet. You know, it's a live show, folks. We do what we do. Connie Kalena. John also apologized to Connie Kalena. It was a very heartfelt apology. Um, some might say he's going a little overboard, you know, with all of this. But he takes his job seriously. I mean, you know. And he doesn't, nobody likes tearing up stuff. Especially somebody else's stuff. Not only your, you don't want to tear up your stuff, but if you tore up somebody else's stuff, you know. Yeah. It's just just one of those things. It's drag racing, but it, you know. He's a softy. We love that. But anyway, let's move on to session number four. Uh, top fuels first. Mike Salinas is going to get three points. 3.729. Nobody's going to be quick enough to to quite knock the monster or the flavor pack car of Britney Forrest off of the top spot with that 369 from the previous day. Uh, but there were some solid low 70 passes there. I mean, the top four were in the low. Well, I'd say the top three were in the low 370. I would consider low anything below 3.75. Tony Schumacher was fourth quickest in 3.764, 324. He was fourth quickest. Leah Pruitt was gonna. She's gonna get one point. She was third quickest. Three point seven four six. Three twenty eight. Justin Ashley. That car is pretty hot right now. I already said that. Three point seven three five. Three hundred thirty point eight eight miles per hour. Popping out the three thirty runs, man. And then Mike Salinas, as we said, he's gonna get down there. He's gonna get three points. Three point three point seven two nine. Three thirty one seventy seven. For the scrappers I, li I do like the red uh the red peterson colors on that car it, again i've said it before it kind of looks like the uh the old budweiser cars okay so we got back-to-back -back number one qualifiers for cruz pedragon because nobody's going to be able to beat him in the final session 
All right. So moving into the final session, J.R. Todd, not yet qualified. There was a 4-10 bump. Not the most intimidating of bump spots, but hey, you know, every racetrack's different. Chad Greens, let's look at it. Let's look at it here. All right. J.R. Todd does not qualify. Never rest. Okay. So let me see. Chad Green bumps Terry Haddock out. 408 will improve. Feel like I'm speaking gibberish right now. Terry, uh, Terry uh, Haddock was on the bump with a 410. Uh, end up getting bumped out because the three people who did not qualify in Nitro Funny Car are J.R. Todd first, DNQ since he got into a funny car, folks. I mean, as, as terrible as it is when you don't qualify for race day, that's pretty impressive when you when you think about it. In six years, he's never not missed a show in Nitro Funny Car. That's crazy. The last time he missed a show, he was driving the top fuel car. Wow. Wow. Jeff Wren did not qualify, and then Terry Haddock did not qualify as well. Chad Green was a part of that bumping, as well as Stephen Dencham, who made it on to race day. So, that's again, that's one of the things I love about NHRA Top Fuel Nitro Drag Racing. You know, Top Fuel uh, Funny Car as well. You know that is you got to come out and you got to make the show every week. It it doesn't matter what you did last week or even last you know last yesterday. You know you got to make it happen. Uh, how many times have we seen the number one qualifier go up in smoke? Right up in smoke in the first round. It's rare, but like it happens. Or, you know, the winner of this race could not qualify for the next race. It just is something that happens. I mean, look at what happened to JR. He was able to join Allen in the booth. Kind of sad I couldn't get some of the ditties. But, um, you know, it 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 was good for, for us to listen to JR in the booth. He was great. He was also on the Fox show. So, you know, whenever a high prideful or prideful, <laughs> what is that, folks? Whenever a driver who doesn't, you know, doesn't qualify, they always have him in the booth. So I do like that. I do like that. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the funny cars and who ran well. Uh, top four is going to be Ron Caps, Cruz Pedragon, Robert Height, and Matt Hagen. Matt Hagen was the slowest of the four of them. 3.97, 322. Robert Height was third quickest. He's going to get 1.3.958, 322. We're talking 322 miles per hour, folks. I'm not glossing over it, but I'm trying to be fast. Cruz Pedregon, 3.956, 321. They said they're trying to slow the car down. The car just wants to go fast. These, All these cars want to go fast, right? You, It's really an art form to slow them down to make sure you can kind of tiptoe down the racetrack, especially when it gets hot and greasy out there. Ron Caps is going to get number one uh, for the session but he's not going to get number one from Cruz Pedregon, who's going to remain in the number one qualifying spot. Back-to-back weeks for him. Ron Caps is going to go 3.937, 324 for those three points. So, let's move on to race day. Without any further ado. Without any further ado. I kind of went over my time. I'm trying to time myself, folks. All right. Let's talk about it. We're going to get right into it. In the first quad, we got number four, 13, five, and 12. Justin Ashley, Rob Passy, Leah Pruitt, 
in Austin Prague. This is top fuel. This is the first quad going down there. Leah Pruitt and Rob Passy are going to advance. Those are the great things about the four wides. You see cars that don't come out every day or come out every week. And they and they get round wins. That's the beauty of four wide racing. Rob Passy is going to advance. 407-276-69. He was 111 on the tree. Austin Proc is not going to get down there. But he was, let me see, uh, Justin Ashley and Austin Proc. We were just talking about how hot Justin Ashley is. And then he is out in the first round. He was actually the first car out of the quad. Uh, to And by out of the quad, I mean the first car to puff the tires and he watched the rest of the cars fly away from him. 51 on the tree for uh, Ashley and 52 for Austin Proc. 417 for Austin Proc. 421 for Justin Ashley. And Leah Pruitt, who was the quickest, and she won the quad. 3.779-319-60-76 on the tree. Let's talk about the next quad. We got Mike Salinas, Crystal Baldwin, Sean Langdon, and Clay Milliken. Let's see. Make sure I don't have any notes before I go, Jared. Uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. <laughs> so, Mike Salinas is going to win the quad 3.729, 332.10 miles per hour, 69 on the light. Crystal Baldwin uh, had to idle down the racetrack. She did not get the backup from the burnout. Sean Lane is going to advance 3.773, 324, 75, 60 on the tree. And Clay Milliken is going to run a solid 3.828, 317 at 72 on the light. But that's not going to be good enough to advance to the next quad. Let's talk about the next one. We got three folks here because there was a buy. There was only 15 top fuel cars. We got Brittany Forrest who was number one. We got number eight and number nine. Antron Brown, who was nine, and Tony Schumacher, who was six. Uh, who was eight, I'm sorry. All right, let's talk about who advanced. Antron Brown and Brittany Forrest will advance. Who's the quickest of the two of them? It's going to be Antron. 3.780-321-65 for the Matco Hankstifer Sirius XM top fuel car. 64 on the tree as well. To Tony Schumacher, 64 on the tree. JR had mentioned this. It's crazy that you go 64 on the light. You run a 3.78, 325, and you lose to someone who ran 3.78 and who also was 64 on the tree. It's wild. It's wild and top fuel right now. Uh, 3.8789 for, uh, that's cool, 789. Everybody knows that joke. I'm not going to do it. 325 for Tony Schumacher and the SCAG power equipment, but he's not going to be good enough, or that's not going to be good enough to advance. Solid run as well. Let's see. And this is easily a final round. It was a beautiful race. Side-by-side, side, head of fire up, clean through the finish line. Brittany Forrest is going to advance, and she wins the quad, as we said. 3.785, 327, 74, 55 on the tree. JR complimented Brittany's reaction time prowess and she's she said she just relaxes. You know, she 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 doesn't, you know, think too much about it. And she won the race over Antron Brown by forty-eight thousandths of a second, folks. Two zeros. Two zeros. 
Let's talk about the fourth and final quad in the first round, the top fuel. This was a great quad, very sporty. Steve Torrance, who was number two, Buddy Hull, who was number 15, Josh Hart, who was number seven, and Doug Kalitta, who was number 10. Who's going to advance? Josh Hart won the quad, 3.768, 327, 74 on the tree. By far, not the quickest. But Steve Torrance was the quickest, and he's going to advance. 46 on the tree, 3.814, 319, 37. There was some drama. We'll talk about it in the next one because this is a... This is where it happened. <laughs> we'll talk about it in the second round. That was the uh, fourth quad. It was a very wacky quad uh, in the second round that involved two of these drivers, Steve Torrance and Josh Hart. We'll talk about that in just a second. Let's move on to the funny car. Bring them up. Plug them in. Let me hear the boom, boom. Here we go. Let's talk about the first quad. It was Alexis DeJoria, Jason Rupert, John Forrest, and Paul Lee. John Forrest and Alexis DeJoria are going to advance. That's what I love about four wides. I know a lot of people don't care for it, but it's fun. It's cool. You, where two drivers can advance in the first, uh, in the earlier rounds, it's pretty cool. Who won the quad? John Forrest did. 3.979, 327, 86 on the tree for the peak Blue Death Camaro of John Forrest Racing. Alexis DeJoria was second across the line, but she's going to advance. Bandero Premium Tequila is going to go on with the 3.967. She was quickest of the quad, but she didn't win it. 3.26.95, but it doesn't matter in the first couple rounds. You don't have to win, folks. You can win the race, and you don't even have to win a race in the earlier two rounds. You just you don't have to win. I think when J.R. Todd won this race a couple years ago, he was second across the line in the earlier two rounds, but he was first when it mattered, and that was in the final. All right. Let's see. One hundredth of a second of, of a vi- over Alexis DeJoria. So a little bit bigger of a gap there for them. Let's talk about the second quad. We got number one, number 16, number eight, number nine, Cruz Pedragon, Steve Dencham, Tim Wilkerson, and Bobby Bodie. This is a Hometown race for Casino Royale and Bobby Bodie. Who's going to advance? Tim Wilkerson and Cruz Pedragon. 3.963, 322 for the SCAG power equipment. LRS, Tim Wilkerson. He stepped off. Um, Yeah, um, Richard Hartman said something about uh, Tim kind of got out of it. Or this is what I was talking about earlier. Uh, He got out of it because of the new rule. Um, and then we got Cruz Pedregon, 3.976, 327, 27, 58 on the tree. That's a solid, solid ET and a nitro funny car. You might've had it chunked in, but who cares? You can do it. All right. <laughs> we'll talk about my views of the starting line things in just a moment, actually very soon. Matt Hagen, Jeff Deal, Robert Height, and Alex Laughlin are our next quad. 3, 14, 6, and 11. Matt Hagen is going to win the quad. Happy pipes down there at the top end of the racetrack. And what that means, guys, is just a, some, some orange flashes. You don't want to see the orange flashes. You want to see a nice, clean, translucent flame during the daytime. Uh, at night, you're going to see all of that white. And But even then, if you see, like, orange pops, that's not good. The engine isn't happy. Uh, that's why we call them happy pipes. 3.997, 3.17, 72. A little down on power down there because of those happy pipes. I wonder what was going on down there. 
for the Haas Automation Nitro Funny Car of TSR and tuned and or driven by Matt Hagen. Uh, who else is going to advance? Hey, how about an upset? Jeff Dill is going to advance over Robert Hyde and Alex Laughlin. 4003, 303, 50. 113 on the light. Robert Hyde, let's see. He wagged the tail about, you know, a little farther down the track. It's greasy on the racetrack. 4270, 249.58. Alex Lofton, 4225, 265.22. Neither one of those cars are going to advance. Let's talk about the fourth quad in the first round of Nitro Funny Car. We got Ron Caps, who was four. We got Chad Green, who was 13. We got Bob Tasker, the third, who was five. He had the yellow BG Motocraft Mustang on it. Uh, this particular weekend. And then we got Blake Alexander. JR called this a very sporty quad. Who's going to get the win? Chad Green and Blake Alexander. So not the cars you would expect, right? 405, 314 for Chad Green. And then for Blake Alexander, 414, 249. Hey, it doesn't matter how or what you ran unless you really, 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 really care about lane choice. But from what I understand, uh, it was pretty even. I mean, you could win in every every run. I'm sorry, you can win in every lane. You just got to have your stuff together. All right. Well, that's it for fir- first round of Funny Car. Let's go back to Top Fuel. Let's get into that drama because we like drama, right? No. It's, I mean, it, it's, it's good TV, right? All right. Let's talk about the first quad. I'm not sure if they were first, but... I don't have a number here, so we're just going to go for it because that's the first thing I looked at. We got Brittany Forrest, Antron Brown, Rob Passy, and Leah Pruitt. We had a solid run for Leah Pruitt, 3.798, 3.22, but she's not going to advance. 86 on the tree. Rob Passy had a leak, and he had to shut off, so this was really a trio here. Uh, Antron Brown, let me see. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah, I... He drove around Leah about 800 feet. He had to drive around her 3.769, So that car wasn't too happy down there. 59 on the tree. Leah had some power in the middle, and Antron had to drive around her because she left second, but she had the power to hold on, and Antron got around her down there. Who was the first of the quad? We got... Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Brittany Forrest, 3.758, 3.15.05. Down on speed for the, this quad a little bit, 61. Let me see, strong out in front, dropped a hole, both quit before 1,000 foot. Yeah, so both winners of this quad quit before 1,000 foot, and that's why that speed is way down. You'll still see the reaction time uh, because of the momentum, but the speed will go away in a hurry, and that's just because of the, how much downforce these guys are running, guys and girls are running. Let's talk about this wacky quad here. We got Steve Torrance, Josh Hart, Mike Salinas, and Sean Langdon. Okay, so Sean Langdon was actually timed out. Now, they say Alan Reinhardt does a, a, a staging school when, with the four wives, which is pretty cool. I think that's cool. Um, and basically first thing he tells the drivers, if this is the first time they've ever done four wide is don't change anything that you've ever done when it concerns staging. You just have a few more bulbs to look at. You got to make sure you know what lane you're in. And 
I don't know if that's what happened to Sean Langdon. That's at this point hyperbole. It doesn't really matter. But he was timed out. You got seven seconds from the time the first driver stages their car or bike. You got seven seconds to go in. Uh, apparently, Josh Hart is a little slow and likes to take his time and likes to use those seven seconds. Now, I could see why they're a little upset because you're burning fuel and in nitro, fuel is ballast. Uh, it's 10 pounds per gallon. Uh, and they, you know, it's out. Especially on the top fuel car, it's out near the nose, and so the the nose will get a little light and start. It'll pick the thing up and it'll change your setup. Um, but because Sean Langdon was timed out, a lot of the these reaction times are really, <laughs> they're like wacky. Uh, One eighty six for Mike Salinas. He's not going to advance to the final 10.93.7 at 68 miles an hour. Josh Hart is going to advance 4.13.1, on the tree. And Steve Torrance, who is also going to advance 4.61.8, 170, uh, 187, excuse me, 11 miles per hour. 3.64 for Steve Torrance. Uh, he slammed the helmet. On the floor, um, Langdon is the one who called Josh Hart low. He's, he's slow. He said, um, not slow in that regard. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, I shouldn't have to say that. But anyway, uh, it's, uh, you got the time, you know. You got seven seconds to do it. Now, I get it. There's like a gentleman's kind of silent agreement. But, I mean, it's drag racing. I'm trying to win. I don't. I don't care about that. If if it psychs you out, I'm gonna do it. I'm sorry. You got seven seconds, so use them. Now, I under I also understand because I've been blessed with the ability to see both sides of every argument, uh, which is sometimes kind of difficult to take a stance on it. But it's at the end of the day competition. I mean, I understand, but you know, it we we've we've had these conversations before where drivers. You know, some of the older drivers will say some of the younger drivers are crying or, 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 you know, are, you know, complaining about things that they've that the vets have always done. I mean, it's it depends on the day and who you're talking to. Honestly, (laughs) I think I think there's a there is a rule out there, but I mean, it's competition. I understand. I get it. But if you have the seven seconds, it's legal, right? I remember uh, there was a um, a moment on the Nomex Effect, J.R. Todd and Sean Langdon show, and J.R. said, if some guy or a girl uses seven seconds on me, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to talk to them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's exactly what he said. Uh, but, you know, listen, I get it. It's competition, though, at the end of the day. But, you know, when you sit up there and you're burning full fuel, now you're affecting the crew chief's you know, tune up. And that's probably why none of these cars made a full pass. Maybe because they were sitting there a little long. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, there's some things that can be, you know, if you know that the driver you're going to race next is a little, you know, slow getting into the beams, throw some more fuel into it. You know, there, there's some things you can do if you know the next driver's slow, you know, they, they used to talk about John Forrest and how he's always the last one to stage. And I really watch him now and see if he will go in last. Hey, it's it's competition, folks. It's competition, but it's good TV. 
Uh, we like to see that aggression. I said to D. Bland, shout out to D. Bland. Um, you know, let me see. Uh, hanging people out, slowing the beans. Uh, drivers talk about it. Oh, I guess I'm not sure who said that. I don't have a quote there. Um, but yeah, they used to, you know, talk about Clay Milliken for doing the same thing. You know, hanging people out. Uh, which I'd like to have a driver on on the show, and, and I want to really talk about like the staging games and how that affects you. Like, and I I know with with twelve thousand horsepower either in front or behind you that seven seconds can feel like an hour. So I get it, but I would really like to have a driver on here to really tell tell us about what is it like up there on the starting line and how does it feel, you know. So we'll, we'll, we'll might get some things working on, but I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see. Whatever. <laughs> the point is we have notes and I have to talk about it. Um, here we go. So in the final quad, we got John Force's daughter, <laughs> Brittany. We got Brittany Force, Antron Brown, Josh Hart and Steve Torrance. We'll be right back to them. Let's talk about the second round of Nitro Funny Car. That's my phone. I dropped my phone, folks. That's why you got to get a good case. Any <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go from left to right again like I just did. I don't know if they were first, but we're going to read them first. We got Cruz Pedregon for Snap-On, Tim Wilkerson for LRS Skag, and the Maynard family. We got Box O Tools and Bond Cope for Chad Green, and then we got Head Contractors and Engineering Pronto Auto Services for Blake Alexander. Let's talk about who won. Who's going to advance? We got the LRS car going into the final. Tim Wilkinson's going to get in there. Uh, he said he would make it to the final. He said he's going to race. Um, no, who did he say he was going to race? Dang it. That's one of the things about, you know, doing the show a week later. <laughs> is it's not as fresh and I can't give y'all as much as, you know, some of that juicy stuff that they were talking about. But whatever. It's still good content. At least I think so. And I have the mic, so that's what matters. No, I'm kidding. I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, so it's going to be father and son in the final. We got Chad Green and Tim Wilkes are going to advance. They're going to be the first two funny cars in the final quad. Who is going to be the next? Oh, let's talk about what they ran. 405, 310 for Tim Wilkerson. 415, 293.60 for Chad Green. Who was first off the line? Chad Green was 62. We've talked about his starting line prowess. He's a really good lever in the class. Let's talk about the second quad. Alexis DeJoya, John Forrest, Matt Hagen, and Jeff Deal. Matt Hagen and John Forrest are going to advance 406 9, 321 04 for John Forrest. Danny Hood said he needed this boost of self esteem. And then Matt Hagen is going to move on there uh, as well. 3.968, 322, by far the quickest of the session, quickest of the quad. 86 on the tree, 89 for John Forrest. Dickie Venable said they're trying to keep it running on all eight, and that's key in these nitro motors because you're not using all your power if you're only running on seven or six or 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 worse. I mean, usually you don't see a nitro car these days um, running on less than seven cylinders. Usually the thing explodes, but who knows? All right, let's see. We're going to start with. Uh, let me see. Dallas Glenn goes back to back in pro stock 
Carr. Uh, he wins by nine thousandths of a second, folks. Hey, how about Tony Stewart gets his first win in NHRA? 5.324, 269.62 miles per hour, 32 on the tree. He won by one inch, folks. Three ten thousandths of a second. Wow, that's amazing. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything for Nitro Funny. Wait, this is the top fuel one. Hold on one second. Let's see. Uh, very sporty trio. Yeah, so that first one we had B-Force, AB, Antron Brown, and, and Tony Schumacher. 3.78s across the board. That's pretty quick. That's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. <laughs> I meant to say that's pretty cool, <laughs> but I guess it's cute too. Uh, and you know, all right, all right, all right. Let's see heart rate. Okay, yeah, yeah. How about this? How about they say the heart rate increases on the burnout, and it slows down as they're staging. That's pretty cool. My notes are all over the place, folks. <laughs> yeah, the track was 119 degrees for the final in Nitro Funny Car. Who's gonna get the win? Matt Hagen on the same day as the boss. 3.943326796. 64 on the tree. John Force was also 64 on the tree. 4.005321.81. He was third across the finish line. Who was second? Tim Wilkerson. 3.969319.45. We didn't get a reaction time for some reason from him. And then Chad Green is going to be the slowest across the line. 3.222, 250 miles an hour, 74. He was, uh, oh, I think he was the quickest, 41. That's pretty stout in a funny car, man. I tell you what. So Dodge and Haas Automation are going to get to the winner circle. Three of the four race wins in 2023 have gone to the Matt Hagen stable. Can anybody stop Matt Hagen? Can anybody stop Matt Hagen? He said, what a race car I have. My team, hell of a car. It's fun to drive. He's having the time of his life. They don't know if they were testing on the Monday after the race. I believe they did. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> All right. So the funny car uh, for Aquad wasn't as close as the top fuel car would. Or the top fuel uh, quad was. We got Brittany for Steve Torrance. Antron Brown and Josh Hart. We haven't really been talking about the lanes, but I don't really think it matters. We got nine combined championships on the starting line here. Beautiful quad, flames up all four cars. Who's going to get the win? Antron Brown, AB for Hankstifers, Sirius XM, and Matt Cotools, 3.760. Only 319. 75 slow on speed slowest speed of the quad but he got there first and that's all that matters 53 on the tree and that's the difference one thousandth of a second quicker than his buddy his brother steve torrance 54 3.774 331.04 miles per hour he crossed second i well, we're gonna go over that in just a second i want to go over the numbers first and then we can talk about 
all of that. Britney Force was actually second quickest by nine thousandths of a second. 3.769 at 331.69 miles per hour. She was 64 on the tree, 100th slower than Steve Torrance. And then three thousandths of a second slower than Brittany Forrest was Josh Hart on the tree, 67. They practically all left at the same time. It was pretty cool. 3.9, oh, I'm sorry, 3.791, 324.90 for Josh Hart. Let's talk about this. Antron Brown crossed the finish line seven feet ahead of Steve Torrance, who crossed the finish line two feet ahead of Brittany Forrest, who crossed the finish line 12 feet ahead of Josh Hart. Wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Let me see. New program shut off at the end. Surging. He said it was surging. Um, let me see. Not as much fuel. Yeah. So when you're at altitude, you don't need as much fuel to uh, to burn it or to burn. Well, yeah. You have to kind of run the car a little differently as far as fuel delivery is concerned. Um Let's see, lean, lean it out. They they run it when you have too much fuel and access. You're gonna put out cylinders because the amount of uh, fuel going into the cylinder is just overcome by the or the spark is overcome by the, the fuel. So if you lean it out a little bit, you won't put it out cylinders, and you don't necessarily need that at altitude. So that but that's gonna be different this weekend. Uh, but he put out a hole going through the lights. This is his first win since Charlotte two of 2022 when he was went down there side by side with his kind of teammate justin ashley and definitely toyota teammate for sure all right all right folks that's the race that's how it ended i know it was kind of kind of quick but it's all good let me see what is this oh that's something that we're working on here all right doing good on two and doing pretty good on time here all right Let's talk about who are the last winners of this race. The last time they went for a wide. We're not talking about the fall race, even though that matters. But that's only in lane one and two if we're talking about all four lanes. Uh, but those are the only two lanes in, in contention in the two wide race because there's only two people. So in the four wide race, who won the last time they were here? Let's go back two years. Steve Torrance won this race in top fuel and Bob Tasker the third won in funny car. Who were the number one qualifiers in 2021? Brittany Force and Robert Height were the number one qualifiers. I think that matters, folks. We just want to see who we, wanna, we like to see patterns and trends. Um, yeah. So let's talk about 2022. Who won this race last year? Mike Salinas did, and John Force. We know John Force really likes this racetrack. He's run the table here many times. We know that. Because who qualified number one in Nitro Funny Car? John Forrest did. We don't have the numbers because it doesn't really matter, honestly. Justin Ashley won. He was number one qualifier in Top Fuel. Uh, but I say all of that to say that, you know, to kind of who, how many of those people that we just said are on the list of people who were watching? I'm trying to just pick five people. I'm trying not to leave anybody out. But, hey, these are just the five, the first five that came to me. Let's talk about Nitro Funny Car first. I'm watching Matt Hagen. I think it's obvious why we're watching him. He's won a lot of the races this year. He's got the momentum going into Charlotte. 
uh, it's going to be, let me see, I want to make sure I say it right, the Circle K NHRA, four wide nationals from ZMAX, from ZMAX, the Bellagio, one of Bruton Smith's beautiful creations. They were actually at another one of Bruton Smith's racetracks, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, the Strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. That's what we just finished talking about. But let's talk about Charlotte. So we're watching Ron Caps too because that car can always win. Uh, if the if the track is cool, they can go down there and run with anybody. If the track is hot, they can get down there and slip. They can slip it down there, and you know, we know that car is con- that is strong. That, that that that's a strong team. They have got what it takes to win at, on any given day. Alexis Azoria. I don't know if you guys picked up on it when we were talking about, um, you know. The qualifying, but Alexis DeJoy has got consistency that I don't see in any other funny car right now. 3.93 pretty much every time they fire the thing up. So, like, we got to watch Alexis DeJoy in that Bandero Premium Tequila Toyota Gazoo Racing Supra. Who's under her? Well, it's not It's no in no particular order. These are just five drivers that I thought about. J.R. Todd. I'm watching him this weekend. Why? Because he didn't qualify at the previous race. And so the yellow fellas are going to come out with a vengeance. They've had a rough year. They've had a rough go of it. Uh, it it's been well documented. Uh, but they have they got the never quit award. That's why I never lived. I don't that's I made it must have just wrote it wrong. But they, they got an award for just the grit and just the determination to go to to two different cities, two different states to get the car back together and ready for Chicago, uh, for for uh, Las Vegas. So, I'm watching that team because they perform well here as well. Um I'm watching them because they're they got they got a chip on their shoulder. So, look look for that DHL car to do some things this weekend. Uh and then lastly is John Forrest. I think that's the obvious uh you know, that's an obvious choice here at this particular racetrack. He's got great history here. He's won this race a lot. He won the first ever four wide race, and it was at this racetrack. So, you know, he's got really good. They got really good data for this racetrack. Now, you know, the crew chiefs have been kind of switched up and whatever and kind of moved around at John Forrest Racing, but they still got the data. They still got the notes. So they still got they still possess the notes, folks. <laughs> English. Anyway, no. So that look look to for that peak blue death car this weekend. You know, for for a real good healthy weekend. For I mean, both of the the latter drivers that we just mentioned, J.R. Ty and John Forrest, man, they sure could use a good healthy weekend. I'd love to see those two in the final quad this weekend. Let's talk about top fuel. Antron Brown, hey. I know I said we weren't going to talk about the two-wide race, but I'm going to talk about it. The last time we were here, Antron Brown won the race. He was the winner of this race. He beat Justin Ashley, who, you know, has the hottest car out here right now. But Antron Brown has really been, you know, people have been talking about him. But I've been noticing the, the, the performance trend. He's getting more consistent, and he's running down there in the low 370s with everybody else and he's popping out those 330s down there at the big end of the racetrack meaning they're really making some good power down there enough to drive around people which he drove around folks last week so you know 
I'm look look I'm looking at that Mac O Tools to perform well uh this weekend. The Mac O Tools card perform well. Uh we got Steve Torrance. You know, you can never count out the Capco contractors. You can never count out that car. Uh it always performs well. They have been working on a new uh more aggressive tune up uh to run with Britney and the rest of the folks that kind of break everybody's back every week, you know, running the sixties and the three hundred and forty mile per hour runs, right? They wanna they wanna be able to compete with that and they are. They're popping out three thirties. So look to that car to, you know, perform well on this surface. Britney Forrest, we just talked about her, you know. They perform well here. This is a very kind of aggressive track. I I neglected to look up the weather for this weekend, but it doesn't really matter if you know because we've seen these this car here perform well when it's a little hot and they're still popping out three thirties. Uh, so look at that Brittany Force car this weekend. We don't know what she's gonna be wearing if she's gonna wear the uh, the flavor pack colors or, or monster, but regardless of what colors she's wearing. Watch that car because that car is all always a threat on race day. She's got her reaction times getting a lot better. You know, her reaction times have she's kind of calmed down and just kind of gone within herself and just really calmed her mind. And, you know, as, as a as an overthinker myself, when she said that, that made sense to me, because if you think too much about something, you have a tendency to kind of talk yourself or think yourself into a into a box. You don't want to do that. And this sport is really a head game. And as we and we hear the drivers talk about it all the time. Keep your head in the game, but you got to make sure you're having fun. And because the the people that usually do well are the ones that are having fun. They got good energy around them. You know, so it and I get it. You need that intensity to get up for a car that's moving like this car is. But you also have to relax because, you know, I used to run track. You know, you, you run faster when you relax. So it's just one of those things. You do better in everything when you relax. So look to Brittany Force to perform well this weekend. Justin Ashley, he was in that final that Antron Brown won. Justin Ashley's, again, arguably, arguably got the best top fuel car out there. Uh, that's always a threat to win, you know, Mike Green turning the, turning the wrenches and with the rest of the crew, like it's, you know, that car, my stomach, I don't know if the mic picked that up. That's funny. It's a good mic. It might've my point. Look for that car to perform well as well. Josh Hart, Josh Hart performs well here. Uh, if we remember a couple countdown races ago, a couple years ago in the countdown, he beat Brittany Forrest down here. Uh, so he's running well. He's running consistent, you know, consistent in the um, in the low 70s. He's also in the mid 70s. Excuse me. He's also running over 330 down there, down there. So they're making really good power down there out the back end, putting the coals to it. Need to get some merch and and put that on a shirt. They are putting the coals to it. If it's running out the back end, three hundred thirty. Okay, so there and we're gonna. I mean, we're watching everyone, but those are just the first five drivers that I thought about. Uh, you know, consistency is gonna win the day. Uh, four wide is a little wacky in it of itself, just because of what it is. But it is a spectacle, and I really, really hope to experience it. Uh, in the near future, 
because uh, it's I got to imagine that it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't even know if my if my microphone will be able to handle it. Uh, but I'm I'm I would I'm going to try. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. We got the Circle K NHRA 4Y Nationals this weekend in Charlotte from Z-Max. It's going to be a great race. It's going to be a spectacle. I'm thinking we're going to get some header flames uh, shooting over the roof in the wing this weekend. We didn't get header flames last week. We didn't get it into the nighttime. But Charlotte is famous for four wide under the lights. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend's race. Uh, We got some things cooking. I'm really thinking about a lot of things that we can do to kind of improve and not really improve. in terms of it's broken, but just improve in terms of, you know, visibility. So stay tuned for that. Uh, keep your eye on the Instagram page. And if you haven't followed the Instagram page, it's at Nitro Performance Guy dot. Well, not dot com. Not yet. Not yet. That's one of the things that we're working on. But anyway, I digress once more. Y'all know I digress a lot. I should make a shirt that says I digress. So with that. We've reached the end of another episode, and I'm really proud of myself because I got this done in under an hour, and I covered a lot of stuff. I know I probably wasn't as detailed as I usually am, but that's simply just because, you know, we got a race coming this weekend. So I got to talk about that as well. Uh, And it's usually different when we just do one race, an episode. But, hey, it's okay. It doesn't really matter. As long as we're doing and reporting the news, reporting the NHRA news. Um, so, and not really the news because we don't really do that here. You know, I say that all the time. We do performance here, Nitro Performance Guy. I'm TJ. I have a degree in performance. I really know how to do it. <laughs> in terms of Nitro, it intrigues me so much, and that's why I have this show because I would like talking about NHRA performance. I'm a classical conductor, I, I conduct orchestras. I compose orchestral music, but I love these cars, folks. And we're going to keep talking about them. The next race is going to be in, uh, in, in Joliet. And we're going to talk about that after we break this race down. The four wide NHRA Nationals from Charlotte. We'll see.